everybody, and welcome to the Yak Podcast. I have a grand idea. No, that's my go-to. Hashtag travel. <laughs> I like that idea, but I think mine is better. I hate it when I have to explain my jokes. Paper, rock, scissors, shoot. Gotcha! <laughs> my name's Jamie. And I'm Mel. Let's jump into this episode. What's up? Hey guys, we're it's back. friends. <laughs> we are your friends. Jamie and Mel. Mel G? Mel G. <laughs> it's like Mel B. That's right. Welcome. What was, what spice was she? Didn't we talk about she this She was once? scary spice. Oh yeah. I wouldn't say that you're scary spice, but Mel G has a nice ring to it. Yeah. Pulls off. I like it. But we're excited to be here. Um, Jamie and I switched up a system, just so you know. We talked about that last week. Yeah. Systems. Yeah. And if you haven't listened to that podcast, you push go pause. back and listen to it. It's a good one. Yeah, push pause. Go back to that one, and then come back to this one. We'll wait right here. <laughs> Not that you can't listen to this one first, because they don't really go together, but kind of. So anyway, you need to go catch up. But anyway, we changed up our schedule, hoping to be switching it up because... Now that all my kids are in school at some points in the day, I got my my youngest is going to preschool for a couple of hours, and so I have some free time. Yeah. So so now we're recording in the morning time versus in the afternoon, so our brains are going to be firing at Fire. all cylinders. Dang it, I ruined the line. Firing <laughs> at all cylinders. All cylinders, and who knows, I maybe you'll get a totally different energy out of this podcast now. That's right, Mel G showing up. <laughs> Like I need a like spicy nickname like Mel G. Hmm. I don't even have a middle name, so <laughs> I don't either. We don't have middle names. The girls in our family don't have weren't given middle names. Right. So. Did you keep your last your maiden name's initial? Can I you thought so. But then Dax told me I didn't. So <laughs> I think <laughs> Well you need to change it again. I know. I'm gonna change my name because I wanna represent. That's right. But we've always called you Jamie Jew. And I like that. Ah, no. Yeah. I think, it's like, just as cute. some people, like, what, mom and dad? Yeah. No, I don't even know if dad, mom called me Juju. Yeah, Sometimes I think it's cute. my older brother calls me that, which throws me off occasionally. Hmm. Maybe it's not as common, but. Yeah, I like yeah. it. Anyway. Dad calls me Jamester. <clears throat> Jamester? Yeah. That one is originally from our brother-in-law, Ned. Yeah. He is like a nickname wizard. He really is. And literally within knowing him, like probably within 30 seconds, he's given you a nickname and it sticks. <laughs> Every time. So my nickname is, that he's given me, was Gibbs because he heard my name was Mel mm-hmm. and he's all Mel Goopson, Gibbs. And from then on, anytime he sees me, it's Gibbs. Yep. You know, no, nobody else calls me that. And. But you respond to it. Yeah. I know who he's talking about. So that's funny. Yep, and you were Jamester. Speaking of nicknames and changing, today our topic is about change. Yeah. Ironically, we didn't even plan that. <laughs> no. I love when that happens. Your name can change so quickly. We'll still work on my nickname. <laughs> okay. Uh, my podcast nickname. Because nobody calls you Mel G. It's yeah. just now your podcast name. Yeah. Mel G. <laughs> I'm going to do that. And it's funny because my real name's not even Mel. <laughs> my real name's. Melissa, mm-hmm. a lot of people think it's Melanie. Anyway, we're spewing. Right. Let's get focused. So I read this um, quote that kind of sparked my idea for this topic. 
And it said, isn't it funny how day by day nothing changes, but when you look back, everything is different. Mm-hmm. And that just got me thinking because life is changing constantly. Constantly. Like, literally, I am not the same person I was 10 minutes ago. Why? Because of my experience. Like, the things that I am seeing and learning and doing, like, if I react to something my kid's done, I learn from that and can change literally within seconds and never be that person again. We are constantly, constantly changing. And not only is that kind of an interesting perspective to have, um, but also it got me thinking about how uncomfortable change can be sometimes. Um, like the big changes, right? The little day by day changes, maybe not so much, but the big changes can be really uncomfortable. How do you feel about that? Hmm. Well, backing up, I think that I know most people have heard about like the frog boiling, mm-hmm. which it's in cold water and then you turn on the water and it slowly boils. Mm-hmm. And that's just such, such a slow change. Let's talk about that more because I don't think people will all know what you're talking about. <laughs> oh. Well, I mean, it's basically that is... If, if you, you want to cook, cook a, a frog, frog... I mean, we all love to eat frogs, right? <laughs> no. <laughs> this oh, is the word. But people do it. Yeah. Um, yeah. So frog legs or whatever. Yeah. But if you were to throw a frog in boiling water, it would hop right back out. Yeah. But if you were to put a frog in cold water, it would just sit there. It's comfortable. Um, and then if you turn the water on and it just slowly gets to that boiling point, then the frog's dinner. Mm-hmm. Right? And so, like that, with changing our life, it feels like things are so slow all the time. But really, we're just like the frog in boiling water. Mm-hmm. We're slowly changing. Hopefully, we're not to the point of killing ourselves. No. But... You know, when something, and then to your next point of, like, when it's such a big change, if you were to throw someone in boiling water, they're like, whoa, no, I'm uncomfortable. Like, change, that's hard, that's hot, I'm out. Yeah, totally. Unless they're willing and open, have that open mind of, like, yeah, this is why I'm here. Mm Mm-hmm. And I love change. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. My my coach says this all the time, like, um, my fear of staying the same is greater than my fear of change, and that's something that I've kind of adapted. Adapted? Adopted. Adopted. Yeah. yeah. Is that saying because the whole purpose of being here is change, even if sometimes that makes it so uncomfortable in our lives. But if we lean into it, that stronger force of change, then that's winning. Mm-hmm. Totally. So that's my thoughts, you asked. Continue. And I mean, sometimes the change the big changes are uncomfortable, but they're still good. You know? Yeah. Sometimes the big changes are uncomfortable and they're kinda bad. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, we're feeling like we're forced upon us, you know, yeah. like for example, like a death in the family. Yeah. That's a big change and you miss them and you feel their absence and it's hard and you're not wanting that change in your life and it's really uncomfortable. Um, so just to speak to that first, like how do you deal with negative change? What are some tools in your toolbox that you can pull out when you're forced to go through a hard change? And some of the things that came to my mind were not to carry it. Um, There's been times in my life where I've gone through hard changes and it's really, really 
easy but hard, <laughs> let me explain, to hold on to that negative change. You know, it's hard because it's uncomfortable, but it's easy because you just allow it. Like you're just allowing that hurt to sit with you. Mm-hmm. It's actually harder to put it down. Yeah. And walk walk away from it. And so I heard So you're a, saying like you need to just sit in it and feel it and process it. Is that what you're saying? Let me, let me, yeah, this will make more sense. Let me like get all the way through this and then you'll understand what I mean by that. Okay. But basically like I heard a theory where you can hold your pain for 10, for five minutes. You're allowed five minutes. So you can scream, you can kick, you can yell, you can punch a pillow, you can do whatever you want. Maybe it's two minutes, maybe it's 10 minutes, but you set a time to allow yourself to feel that pain or that uncomfortable change. And then when you're done, you're done. And you move on. Mm-hmm. And tomorrow you might need to do it again for 10 minutes. But you're not going to let it consume your whole day. And that actually takes effort. So that's what I mean by sometimes it's harder to make an effort in uncomfortable change versus just allow it to take over and just to sit in the anger or yeah. sit in the uncomfortable. Yeah. Like it's a fight. You have to be willing to fight the uncomfortable. We know this is where growth comes from. And so you have to be willing to set a limit to your pain. You pick it up, acknowledge it, fill it, and then we put it back down. And we walk away from it so that we're not taking it out on others. We're not letting it affect our energy and our mood. And, you know, the stress that can come from that can really wreak havoc in all areas of your life if you don't put it down. You've got to learn to put it down. That is how you get out of that survival. Um... So that's kind of the negative tool or the negative side of it that I would say, you know, here's a tool for that. And I wouldn't even say it's the negative side. It's like, it's the hard hard, side and it's the how. Like Mm -hmm. we can get on here and talk all day about change and growth and whatever, but you just dove deep into like, how do we change? And that is the ability to feel and to take time to understand, even if it's five minutes, maybe it's an hour of like feeling that understanding where it's coming from and like asking the questions of like why did that trigger me um totally what am I not understanding what is why yeah why do I feel jealous or why do I feel why is this triggering me yeah why am I angry because of this thing you know and like like I said a death circumstance it's like I loved them and I'm gonna miss them and I'm gonna you know and so you can handle that and understand it's okay for me to be sad Mm -hmm. about this but even to stop and say, would they want me to be living my life now in anger and upset because they're gone? What would they tell me if they were here? Yeah. They would tell me how much they love me, how they want me to be happy, how they, you know. And so to like make space for those thoughts and like just, I don't know, say a prayer in your heart to them. You know, it's like, okay, I'm done now and I'm going to move on. But they know I love and miss them, you know. Yeah. And I believe that. When we can do that and like truly feel that what would they want for me, I feel and believe that they are still with us mm-hmm. and that they, though it's different and it does feel hard, they are still with us. And I mean, we've had many of experiences in our family of like, you just feel them so closely. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you want to talk about your yeah. experience with feeling. Yeah, grandma. I can share an experience I had once and. I mean, you could call me crazy, but I won't deny that I experienced this, right? 
So one day I was getting ready and just doing makeup, hair, whatever. And I had, I have like a long galley bathroom and around the corner I have a body mirror. And so I walked around from my, my galley bathroom, I walked around the corner to put my mascara on in the body mirror because I can get up close and personal. Yeah. And as I leaned in, I could smell like perfume and it was so strong. And I was like, what is that? And so I'm like sniffing my hair and sniffing my jacket. Like, what is that? Where's that coming from? It was a smell I didn't recognize. And so I like backed away from the mirror, like checking the pits, what am I smelling? And I couldn't smell it anymore. And so I'm like, that was interesting. So I lean back in to put on more mascara and it hits me again. Guys, I'm telling you, it was like someone sprayed me in the face with perfume. It was so strong. You know, that like alcohol smell, like you just know it's a perfume. And again, I like jumped back, like, what in the world is that? So I'm just sniffing myself. Did a child spill? Like, I can't figure out you know? where that is coming from, you know? And so I like went and sat in the bed, just like thinking, perplexed. <laughs> like, what's happening to me? And I just had a thought pop into my mind, like, Grandma's here. And every time I lean in, she's giving me a hug. And I recognized that perfume instantly. It was like, oh my gosh, that's Grandma's perfume. I recognize that smell. And it just like, was a like flood of goosebumps and chills and I just welled up in tears and just knew that she was giving me love and hugs and I had to take a moment and miss her and cry because I was really, really close with her and she made a big difference in my life. And so, uh, um, they're close. I know they're close and it's okay to have a moment where you just want to, you know, have a conversation with them even though you know, they don't seem to be there. I believe that they are. And it's okay to feel it. It's okay to miss them and, and hold that emotion for a time. And then put it down and say, oh my gosh, and think of the good. What yeah. I loved about grandma, you know? Remember all the good times and the love. and Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. one of my favorite stories. Oh, thanks. That's why I brought it up. <laughs> thanks. But yeah, we, I mean, I would... I think it's safe to say that a lot of us have had in my family experiences like that when they felt people close. And so anyway, be open to it. Yeah. Even if you don't feel like you've had an experience like that, like your memory is proof enough that they're close. Like your memory is what's keeping them alive. Mm-hmm. You know? And I think that even the awareness that they are around, you might start to recognize things like the perfume smell and like being aware of like, mm-hmm. why am I smelling this? Whereas most people, most people would just, well, there's perfume spilled somewhere or something, you know, yeah. you just kind of disregard it. Yeah. But, but to sit back and sit down and ponder on it or something, yeah. it kind of tanks. Anyway, this was not supposed to be a death. <laughs> no, this <laughs> death. is not the topic, but no. <laughs> that was a fun little road. Yeah. As you were saying, back to change. Okay. Back to change. So Anyway, learning to use that tool in a positive way for yourself can be really helpful. And then there's the good change, which I don't feel like we really need to go over because when you're in the middle of good change, like even though it might be an intimidating thing or whatever, but it's positive, usually we're all pretty gun ho for those kind of changes. Um, and then there's the slow change, like watching your kids get older or seeing the, se- the seasons change, like things that we cannot control. And so this was kind of the next direction I wanted to go with it was there's change that's out of our control. Um, And 
I don't know why I keep coming back to, like, seasons and trees. (laughs) Probably because it's a shift right now. Yeah, it is. But, like, what do we do when we go from summer to fall or when we go from fall to winter? We suit up. We have to put on a jacket. Then we have to put on the snow boots. Then we have, and we have to learn. I love layers. I do, too. (laughs) (laughs) And then as, you know, it changes back to summer, we leave it, like, take off the coats, take off the boots, you know. And so we have to learn to adjust and we have to learn to um, prepare ourselves for the changes. And that's what we can control. We can control how we show up amidst our changes. Mm-hmm. Is that making sense? Yeah. I can't stop fall from coming. That's out of my control. Do not stress or spend time worrying about the changes that you cannot control. I'm trying to obey this advice myself like watching my kids grow up really sucks sometimes you know I've had my last kid and watching him change and grow knowing that everything he does could be his last Mm -hmm. like when's the last time I'm gonna give him his bath and wash his hair for him next time he could want to do it himself and that will be the last you know so I could moan and cry and bawl about that or I can just try and look past it and say how do I show up and prepare myself for these types of changes Another one is like, you know, my kids are all gone at some point in the day now. And me and my husband on our walk today, I was telling him like, this is a weird change. Like it's the door into the next phase kind of, you know. And I have been struggling with that like window of time because I'm like, do I need to get everything done like clean and, you know, or do I take time and go soak in the tub? And, like, take it for myself. But, like, learning my new. Does that make sense? Like, would it be selfish of me to go, you know, and and do two hours of me time, whatever that might be. And, anyway, there's some days where I'm, like, all about the me time. And there's some days where I'm, like, I'm going to get everything done in this two-hour window. And just learning to accept that whatever I need that day is okay. And, uh, I don't know. It's just... I have to be okay with the change. And the way I'm dealing with it is, like, exploring what can happen in those two hours. Does that make sense? Yeah. But, like, learning to be okay and comfortable in that change sometimes takes time. And that's okay, too. The uncomfortable side of change, I would say, falls in the same category as, like, hard change. You have to learn to pick it up and get comfortable with the uncomfortable and then you can set it down and then, you know, slowly over time you get reacquainted with the uncomfortable. But this is where growth comes and where, um, I don't know, you just expand yourself really. Yeah. And that's what this whole purpose of life is all about is change. Yeah. Right. And I feel like with that change, even like you are doing now with what do I do with those two hours? Do I do this? Do I do that? There's no right or wrong. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes mm-hmm. it does look like taking the bath. Sometimes it does look like cleaning your entire house, mm-hmm. you know, yep. and having the balance and all of that. And um, I think just the awareness. Sometimes it's when the kids are all out of the house and going to school, it is that I just need to take a nap. Mm-hmm. It's true. You know, so it's I true. think that the. I I know I always come with quotes and stuff, but. This is going to surprise you. Okay. There's a scripture. Ooh, let's hear it. I feel that most people believe in at least the Bible. So in Romans, there's a scripture that talks about the newness of life. Mm 
Okay. Um, that's the only part I can quote. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's what we're talking about. What else? Fitting. <laughs> Preach. <clears throat> um, but I like that idea of, as you had mentioned, with the changing of seasons and trees and stuff, but the thought of the newness of life. Um, and that's where you're at now, too, is just the newness of it all because your youngest is now going to preschool and it's a whole new... Because how long have you had kids at home? 11 years. Right. And mm-hmm. so, like, for you, it's like a whole new, like, and now what? Yeah. It's a new life. Mm-hmm. It's a new way of doing things. Yeah. That's... And what that all looks like because he's only been... He doesn't go to preschool when everybody else started school. He's only been going to preschool for, what, two weeks? Yeah. Yeah. Right? And Hardly so at all. you're still just trying to figure it out and, mm-hmm. like... Okay, how does this look like? What am I doing? Mm-hmm. What do I want to do? What should I do? Mm-hmm. What could I do? Yeah, <laughs> totally. You know, and every day, maybe that's how you could go about it. Is like, today, this is what I should do. Tomorrow, this is what I could do. Mm-hmm. The next day, this is what I want to do. Let's just put on the calendar. Coulda, woulda, shoulda. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Might wanna. Yeah. <laughs> I but um, I, just, I just think, I love that you brought that up. Because I think that it's so beautiful, like... To be aware that it's just such a new phase. And almost every year I feel people experience that in one form or another. Mm -hmm. And I feel like the real transformation always happens like inside first. Because there's that awareness of like, uh, I feel weird. Like Mm -hmm. I feel different. Like Like, what do I do with this? Yeah, this was put in my hands and now what what do I do with it? Right. And so you have to feel that internally. And that's where the long term change comes of everything else and what it looks like. Mm-hmm. Yep. So basically we hope that the changes that you're going through are positive and you know, that you're doing well. Um, but if you're struggling, just know that you're not alone and that there's ways that you can handle and get through your own changes. Um, and I hope that, you know, you found some tools today that you can use. Yeah, I think I want to end with one last thing that, um, it's from, I signed up for like a newsletter for in, uh, personal growth anyways. And one of the emails that came through was titled, whatever you want is yours. And so I was like, oh, interesting. Like that's intriguing. Let me read that. I would love whatever I want. Like, do you have a magic (laughs) wand or what are we going here? So continue to open email, right? Mm -hmm. Let me see how I can get whatever I want. And this is what it said. Whatever you want, whatever you dream of, whether you secretly desire to, wait, whether you secretly desire it or proudly proclaim it, it's available to you. It's possible for you. It's waiting for you. Because if it wasn't available and possible for you, you wouldn't desire it. But it's not going to come and get you. It's not going to seek you out or hunt you down. You're not going to trip and fall onto your dream. You're going to have you're going to have to go get it. You're going to have to pursue it with all you got. You're going to have to keep believing it's there when it feels so far away. Go get what you want. It's available to you. But you'll have to make it happen. You'll have to grow. You'll have to change. And so I just really love that, like, really whatever we want is ours, and that shifts from year to year, from season to season, but we're going to have to grow, and we're going to have to change and accept that mm-hmm. and lean into it if we want it. Yeah, that's good. But I really believe that whatever we want is ours if we're willing to change. Exactly. And put in the work. Take action. Yeah. Love it. So. All right, guys. 
Let's go. Changes. Changes are coming and we're ready, right? Wait into them. <laughs> okay, have a good one. Love you. Bye. Bye.